0: what's up everybody welcome to another show with the old bros how you doing triple j big j triple j in the house <laughs> triple j because we're going into fantasy season, yeah it's right? fantasy mode so you know gotta that's my for the people that don't know me i mean that's my that's my fantasy name triple j triple j man or la tuya however you okay, want to go okay got a lot of names here mm-hmm. how, how you feeling today how's the weekend been oh it's been great uh very relaxing weekend. Nothing, nothing crazy. Uh, it's good to be back on the pod. Uh, how about you? Everything's been good. I mean, everything's been solid. A lot of, a lot of sports. Uh, a lot of great things happening in both leagues. I mean, we got football coming up, and then baseball is at this, its peak right now. So there's a lot I want to talk about. But you know, you know me as a movie person, right? Yeah. I love movies. Grew up watching them. Yesterday, there was It just seemed like something that out of a movie that cannot happen. What was this? For many that don't know, well, actually, I think this whole week has been a storyline, like a Hollywood storyline. Yeah. There's been two events this past week in the MLB season that's been a Hollywood storyline. I want to start off with the first one. This was, was uh, that took place on Thursday night. The field of dreams. So that was amazing. It was uh, the way they set up that field was so dope. Unbelievable. Bro. Unbelievable. I think MOB, you know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago how they should, you know, promote the game a little more. I feel like this helped a lot. I think this was like the most watched, the most viewed game in 16 like years. 16 years. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's good. Yeah, man. Not only that, the whole obviously the whole field, everything looked amazing. The cornfield. H- have you seen Field of Dreams? To be honest, with true. I haven't seen it. So, so now it. that I that I that I saw the game, or this is something I want to see maybe in the past, in the upcoming weeks, and just really take that in and see what it's about. I, I even searched with the trailer that day. I was like, oh, damn, this looks interesting, but I just never seen it. Yeah. But the whole thing, but not only just the setup, man, that felt like a movie, the whole game. I mean, you had the White Sox take this lead. Then you had uh, Judge three run homer. They put him up 3 1. Then I think the White Sox took a 7 3 lead. Yeah. And the Yankees are slowly coming back and they had this monster ninth with another home run by Judge. And then you got the two run homer from Giancarlo Stanton to put him up in the ninth inning. And then you got a uh, Tim Anderson walk off home run. In, in yeah, the it was, of the ninth. yeah, it was crazy. I think the way. To me, I thought it was so like dope how they got their throwback uniforms. Uh, when they got uh, introduced to the field, they came out of the corn. Uh, Kevin Costner was, yeah. uh, you know, he, you know, he kind of introduced the players out there. That was so dope, man. I just feel like MLB knocked it out of the park with this. Uh, that was that was amazing, and then just the way they set up the field, dude. Like the corn in the bag. Then they kinda got the fencing, but then it's still see-through, so you kinda it kinda looks like it's just the corn. Yeah. Uh, I was I thought that was dope. Um, and then, you know, it wasn't obviously it's not a you can't have too much of a big crowd, but still, I mean, I think they had about eight thousand fans. I was pretty good. I, I thought I thought MLB did an amazing job. It was an amazing game. Tim Anderson walk off you know i thought they had already won the game and and then i saw that they walked it off i was like oh wow so that means the yankees had came back yeah, and came tied up. it and uh yeah i was watching uh, uh bits of of the game uh i didn't catch the whole thing i was flipping channels with the nfl preseason and that and got a little caught up but yeah it was a, just an amazing game yeah movie like ending movie like game i just I think the cool thing about it is that this is the first time this has ever happened. Um, they announced it for next year, so it's going to be uh, two teams next year that's going to play this game. Uh, there's, there's rumors that it might be um, Brooklyn Dodgers, like, I guess Dodgers, but with the Brooklyn team mm-hmm. uh, uniforms, and it might be the New York Giants. So it'd be the Giants, but New mm-hmm. York style. That. that would be, I think that would be so dope. If they were to do that, we'll see what happens. I think you have to have the iconic teams, like the classic teams playing this game. No offense, but seeing a team like an expansion team, like the Marlins or the Dimebacks playing this game, just doesn't feel right. No. It, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're newer teams. It wouldn't feel right. Not too. now, yeah. So you need, you need a classic team that's, I feel like Dodgers, Boston, Giants, like, those type of teams, I feel like you, you you need them to play this game, to get yeah. that to get the hype that MLB wants. Yeah, and I think that that's perfect. I mean, like we said, we talked about the problems M O B on the Fourth of July show, but this is not a problem. This is a success for M O B success for everybody. Um, people who grew up watching the movie. Uh, it just brings back nostalgia, and uh, it, it's cool, man. I, it's a big W for MOB I was hearing a lot of people saying that. It won't have the same success next year. What do you think? Oh, I think it'll have a, a bigger success because the more you go, I mean, well, obviously the first year, it's always like, you know, the, the new toy, you know, like everybody goes crazy for it. But I think next year it's going to have a, probably just a little bit uh, under the success that it had this year or just about the same because it's like people are going to tune get to watches and you just got to promote it. Yeah. I feel like you, if you promote it a little more, like teams are gonna be like. And I, I personally, I would love to do the whole series out there. Yeah, you know, know what I'm saying? Like would. It, it would be, hey, uh, a three game series. Uh, we start Friday night, Saturday, Saturday night, uh, and um, and Sunday night. Put it on Sunday night yeah, baseball. Sunday that Malaysia. would that would be great, you know. So. I would like a, a three-game series out there, but hey, I'll take one because that was amazing what they did. So I'll take just one if, if that's what they do. You know, I'll, I'll still be happy. But a three-game series would be perfect out there. Maybe the reason they don't want to do a series is just because of the, you're losing a home advantage. Whoever's the home team, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But because you should call White Sox fan. You want to see the Yankees come into town and play. You know. Yeah, that's true. That's I guess true. that's the only thing about that's it, true. but. The one game was, was cool. I would like to see a series for real, but, yeah, that was one amazing thing that happened this week in be The second was the Tyler Gilbert no-hitter yesterday, dude. Honestly, like, I was at work. I'm in the fantasy league, and I was just like, damn, should I pick up Tyler Gilbert? You know, he's a rookie, and I was like, nah, dude, it's a positive. Like, he's going to get probably rocked. Now is he is he like a top prospect in your organization or he just oh, dude? That's, apparently they got him in the Rule Five draft, or he was drafted in the Rule Five draft. I'm not sure how that really works, honestly. But he's been dropped by the Phillies, been dropped by the Dodgers. But they said this year in Triple A Reno, he's never allowed more than two runs this year. They said this year has been his best year. He has some great stuff. He's been having a great season, so. I don't know, man. It, it just it just felt like a movie, honestly. Like, you can't make this shit up. Like, his dad was in the stands, you know, he's recording the game, you know, once he started to feel like it was coming to that time where it could possibly be a no-hitter. But, man, I, I guess the thing that shocks me, dude, it's never been done by a player in Chase Field. I think one player has done it. I think it was someone from the Cardinals has done it. And so it's never been done at home. Uh, so you go into history with that you do it against a team so bat heavy in the San Diego project, even without that tease and you're a rookie and it's your first MLB start. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I didn't, uh, I knew that, I knew that he was a rookie. I didn't know this was his first MLB start until like after I'm like, Whoa, like, dude, that was, that was impressive. Uh, maybe you guys got something in this kid. Uh, Hopefully he continues to have a good career but that was I was impressive you know I know like you said Tatis wasn't playing from for the Padres but anytime you no-hit a a, a a baseball team Even it's a thing yeah. whatever like, team. let's say you go no-hit the Marlins right now like it doesn't matter who's on the yeah, other side like doesn't. the Marlins professional, it's professional hitters trying to get a hit like the Walker Builder against the Diamondbacks where you take it into the eighth. You yeah Nah, dude, it, I mean, the divers are the worst team in baseball. It's, it's hard to d- do. It's hard to do. And that's why, you know, I know that in the beginning of the season, we had a lot of no-hitters. Yeah. But I don't know if you noticed. I think since they got cracked down on the sticky, sticky stuff, it hasn't, it hasn't been that much. So I don't think there's been any since now. No, nah, since the sticky stuff ended, they haven't had a no-hitter till last night. But that was amazing. Yeah, man, it, it was amazing. It was good for everybody in the fans get something excited for in Arizona. I mean... You, you, not only that, dude, but you look at the, kind of how the team is changing a bit. I'm not saying uh, things are going to change dramatically, but you see have a lot of these younger players with the Diamondbacks stepping up, um, like Pavin Smith, like Dalton Barcher, who had a walk-off home run against the Padres on Friday night. He, a lot of the younger guys, they're stepping up and they're playing. And then we finally got a healthy Cattell Marte. I mean, he's hitting like 360, 350. This is what the Diamondbacks hope for this season, you know? you got Madison Bumgarner who's pitching, you know, once he's come back off the I.L., he's been pitching pretty good, man. So, cool. I think as a Diamondbacks fan, I'm excited, you know, I'm not overreacting, but it's exciting to see these young guys, man. And you take three out of four as we speak, as we making this show, three out of the four from the Padres. We'll see what happens later on today, maybe get this sweep, but... It's exciting, man. I love that the young guys are playing. Uh, History was made yesterday. He's going to go down in Diamondbacks history forever because it's never been done at home by a Diamondbacks player. He joins uh, Randy Johnson with the perfect game and Edwin Jackson, who did it against the Tampa Bay Rays in Trevacano a few years ago. But uh, Randy Johnson did it in Atlanta, right? Atlanta, yeah. Yeah. Perfect game. Um, Yeah, his only mistakes were the three walks to Tony Pan, but other than that, he was on his... uh, on his A game yesterday, Tyler Gilbert. So, congrats to him. Congrats to his family, man. It was exciting. They were all there crying and stuff. Exciting time. Uh, we'll see what we have with him. But, yeah, uh, speaking on the other side, man, the Padres, they're going downhill, and it's going downhill fast. I mean, if you look at the rotation, Darvish hasn't been the same. Now he's hurt. I don't know what exactly he has snell has been solid, but uh, as yeah, far yeah, he's been else, picking it up lately. Um, to be honest, I don't even know who's left in the rotation because I think they had up some injuries. Uh, they had Musgro go yesterday; and he got rocked. But I think he's had a solid season for the most yeah, part. Yeah, he's been their most consistent uh, because Darvish has been up and down, especially since All Star game. Uh, so it's pretty much Musgrove. Chris Paddock has been terrible. Yeah, and then the other guy. Yeah, uh, he started off Weathers, good, but he's been. Weathers has been bad man so the Padres I I feel like they needed uh Max Scherzer you know uh the fact that they they missed out kind of like on getting Max Scherzer that's it's a big deal it's a big deal um but I mean we'll see there's still six about six weeks left in the regular season for MLB about a month and a half uh, still, a lot of ways to go, and and they could catch up. But the Padres don't don't look too good. The offense, Tatis, his shoulder injury. He you know he comes in and comes out, and and it just it's just it just doesn't feel it, feel it doesn't feel like he he's gonna be fully healthy this season until he gets surgery. Yeah, man. So we'll see what happens with that situation. Currently, they're ten games back of the San Francisco Giants. So. I think I think a uh, division is probably a long shot at this point for the Padres. Um, I'm not, not sure how many times they play the Giants coming up. But, yeah, but I think the Padres have a, a, a bigger issue. I think they have to worry about uh, the Reds or another team not catching them. because no, the not, Reds and the Cardinals because the Cardinals are not too far behind from the Reds. So yeah, well, I think I think I think the Reds are Reds are another team that are very they're hardened get a grip on because they'll start off so hot. They'll win like about four or five games. And then all of a sudden they'll be losing the teams that they shouldn't be losing to, to, you yeah. know? Uh, so the reds are kind of hard to keep a, keep an eye on, but uh, we'll see what happens with them. It, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Uh, I'm pretty sure people are panicking in San Diego right now, but yeah, we'll see what exactly what happens with that. I would, dude. I'm. I'm I want to see Padres Dodgers in a wild card game if possible. So we got to make that happen somehow um, with a healthy Tatis and everything. Chris Sell returned uh, yesterday as well. He pitched five innings, uh, gave up two runs, eight Ks. He hasn't pitched since 2019, man. But uh, Red Sox were able to get a win against the Orioles, sixteen two. So that's a big boost for the Red Sox because they've been crumbling down these past couple weeks. Yeah, I feel like they they need a ace, you know, and I feel like. They got their ace back, uh, a guy you know stops that stops losing streaks. You know, gets you innings. Uh, you know, I know I know they're asking a lot from him because he's coming off injury. Uh, but uh, hopefully, Chris Sell, uh, uh you know, it comes back from his injury and does well. Um, not really the biggest Boston fan out there, but i uh, still rooting for Chris Cell. I think he's a gamer and. And I think that uh, having him back in the rotation really helps out the other guys, the two, the three, the four starters in the rotation. You know, it takes a little bit less pressure off them, and um, and they should be there should be fighting for that uh, wild card spot or division within the next couple of days. That AL East, it's crazy. Like it was. I mean, you got you got Tampa Bay, Boston new york and now like the blue jays who are playing good ball and yeah, it's it's gonna come down to the wire yeah currently oakland obviously has number one in the wild card spot they're still in play for the division as they're only two games back from the houston astros boston is only two games back in the loss column from the oakland but then you got the yankees two and a half back from boston and then you got toronto four and a half seattle four and a half but i think the the main one is the Yankees, man. I got to see how many times the Yankees Red Sox play because I think that's going to be uh, key. Because the Yankees have been getting hot as late. They've had some really good wins against some really good teams. So, you know, they got Rizzo down Rizzo, there now. Yeah. It's just, I think um, they're just make, they're making a run. I just hope you know you got to hope that the other teams cool down. Yeah, and then I mean you're, you're having great pitching from Tyone. They they. Called up that guy, uh, Gil, Luis Gil, I think his name is. He's a prospect. I picked up a fantasy man. He killed for me, but they sent him back down. I'm not sure why. Um, Andrew Henny has not worked out for the Yankees, dude. Yeah, I didn't expect it to work out. I feel like Andrew Henney, is, his best days of being a starting pitcher are over. I know he's still young. It's just I don't feel like he has electric stuff that will, you know, that will get through a major league game against major league batters, you know He doesn't have it when i see him it's not electric his stuff is not like oh my god wow that's so crazy no it's just he just seems like a a, like a fourth fifth starter yeah man i see but maybe the giants i mean maybe the yankees picked him up for a reason because i mean they've been able to fix tyone for the most part now Mm -hmm. Maybe with time, Henny will get his stuff together. We'll yeah. see. I'm hoping for the best. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the Yankees don't have time. No,
1: yeah, yeah
0: they, sh- they don't, they have, don't time. have time. Right. But they're only two and a half games back from the Red Sox. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. A lot of matchups. And then I think even the Blue Jays matchup because the Blue Jays played the Red Sox a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And they. Did they sweep them or they took two out of. No, I think they took two out of three. So. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna see what happens. These Yankees Blue Jays matchups are gonna be amazing. The Yankee Red Sox matchups are gonna be amazing. The Red Sox Blue Jays matchups are gonna be amazing. So it's gonna be must watch TV in these upcoming weeks as we close out the MLB season. Uh, another another division I want to talk about is the NL East. That is a roller coaster, dude. Look, I I picked Atlanta to win. Right, Acuña goes down. I said Phillies are winning the division. Now, I mean the Braves are on top. with they're tied with the Phillies, but man, dude, yeah, I don't know who's gonna win. This. Do you have? Do you uh, have a favorite right now? Who's gonna win this? Well, God, it, it's hard. I guess I, I'm. i I if I had to predict right now, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Phillies just because based off their starting rotation, I feel like it's a little better than the two teams in the division. But then again, you know, the Mets, I mean, they've had a lot of injuries. They're probably going to get healthy soon. Uh, So you can't really count out the Mets. And then um, the Philly is kind of like they've also had some injuries. I know uh, Hoskins got hurt, their first baseman. Uh, Real Muto got hurt the other day. I think I don't know if he's back, but he was gonna miss a couple games. Uh, I just feel like the the Achilles heel for the Phillies is their bullpen. Like their bullpen, I know they picked up Ian Kennedy and and Gibson, you know, starter right there. But I feel like their bullpen has has really let them down, and I just feel like it's gonna come down. It's gonna come down to whoever has the best pitching that's gonna win this division. So. For the Mets is getting healthy because when they were healthy, they were like uh, they were dominating the division. Uh, I think for the Mets is just getting healthy. Hopefully they get healthy soon so it can make you know they're not that far back. They're about a game back, right? A no, game and a half. Yeah, uh, and then you know Atlanta like they they, they they really I can't get a grip on this team. Like I, I, as soon as I count them out, they come back in, and as soon as uh, I count them in, they get out, you know, so it's just I don't know I don't know what to expect from the Braves, but but yeah, I, I feel like it's gonna be Phillies, uh Phillies and uh and Mets going down to the wire. Yeah, but I think it's gonna be the two top teams, Phillies and Braves. I haven't been able to trust the Mets for some reason, man. I feel like you lose too many big games. You know? They might so we got Sunday night baseball against the Dodgers. We'll see what happens there. But I think both against both games against the Dodgers were winnable games really uh, for the Mets, and can they close out those big games that they're going to need to close out against these teams? That especially they go against the Braves and the Phillies. And obviously, yeah, the competition is not the same. But do you think the Mets have that team to compete with uh, a team like the Dodgers, or you know, because they're going to have to compete with these teams like the Phillies? No, no, I, I don't think they have the team. Uh, to compete with like the big dogs, the giants, you know the Dodgers, the you know the big dogs in the in the in the NL. But um, you know the Dodgers are banged up too. Like their Mookie Betts is on the you know IL. Turner hasn't played for the past six six days. Uh, he came in yesterday to pinch hit. Um, so I think the Mets, the Mets, you know they've they've hung around, but they like you said they just they they could have won both games and they just they didn't you know and you know it's, it's, tri- it's a trip the stat is Dodgers were 1 in 12 in extra inning games and this season false. and they won the last two against the Mets so base, that just goes to show you baseball is crazy it's a the numbers game you could you could play the numbers all you want and then all of a sudden you just got to throw the numbers out and we'll see what happens but i think the Mets just getting healthy you get biased healthy hopefully Lindor healthy Help out Pete Alonzo in that lineup? I feel like it's just Alonzo and Nemo. That, that's about it. You know, Conforto has had a bad season. I know he had a homer yesterday, but, dude, he's he's been bad. So, and, you, and you need the big dog back. And, to and you, need the Grom. you need the Grom. You need the Grom. You need that ace. You know, Walker, uh, Tyron Walker was struggling, and yesterday he pitched a jam yeah. up into the seventh. So Will Smith hit that uh, game-tying home run and broke up his no-hitter. But he was, he was dealing, dude. Um, so, and then they got Carrasco tonight. I don't know how he's been, but we'll see what happens. I think the Mets still have a funny shot. Yeah. but well, it's going to be interesting to see. Mets bullpen though. I, that's, that's a sick bullpen. You think so? Yeah. How's that? I think Edwin Diaz has been struggling a lot. Uh, well, he looked good today. I had, I, I don't know prior to that, it, but was, it was pretty funny. I don't know if you saw when he gave up with the homer Chuck Harper. No, I didn't. see no. So, Harper hits a home run off for him, but the first reaction anyone did is is pointing in the air like it was a routine. <laughs> My dude, <laughs> thing was like twenty feet off the fucking uh, outfield, man. Uh, but I thought he had been struggling. I, I got to switch up the stats. See how he's been doing. It, but. Well, I think I feel like. Well, I mean, I've seen him this weekend. I also, I also know that Dodgers lineup's been struggling. So mm-hmm. maybe it could be uh, it could be a little bit of the Dodgers lineup struggling, and you know, in their bullpen. Yeah being a little good being good but I don't know it's just uh I feel like uh I feel like the Mets uh they just need to get healthy close out uh our baseball topic for today I want to talk about the Giants man I don't understand I, I still don't understand how this is happening best record in baseball and I know there's injuries with the Podgers with the Dodgers but man, I guess, and they did sign Brandon Coffer to a two-year deal on Friday. Um, they picked up Chris Bryant. Yeah, it has been a, been a great move for them. But I just I can't put my head around to do like this is a team that we pulled predicted fourth in the division and we made our standing. Yeah, I didn't oh, see baseball. Baseball's it's, hard. Baseball's hard. It's hard to predict. It is. I don't know. We also predicted Boston to be on the bottom, and look at yeah. where they're at. Yeah. Um, Giants, you know they were a scrappy bunch. When I when I before the season started, I was like, okay, they're a scrappy bunch, but I just didn't see the talent. But I guess now the way they're handling their star players, like Buster Posey catches two days, he's off one. Yeah, You're keeping him fresh. Uh, I don't know if you could do that in the playoffs because the playoffs you need your guys to catch all the time. I mean, you're, you're at least your your star players to be playing. You can't do that. Uh, maybe that's what they're doing, pacing him for the postseason. Brandon Crawford, I've always thought he is an amazing shortstop. You know, he just had some struggles the last couple seasons. You know, Brandon Bell, I'm still like he he never he's never really convinced me. I feel like he's uh you know he got some pop in his bat, but that's about it. So I'm still not sold on uh, Brandon Bell. But, I mean, you guys got, like, Gostrimski, guys that just scrap Solano. That guy scraps, bro. Like, he... Wilmer Flores. Yeah. Wilmer <laughs> Flores, dude. That guy owns us. Like, yeah. it's like, they just scrap. They scrap. And and when you scrap and, and keep yourself in the game, a lot of crazy things happen. I feel like that's what's happened to them. They've had a lot of comeback wins. They <laughs> scrap. They stay in games. They... They, you know, they take walks. They do all the, the the stuff that's necessary. And, yeah, I think that's why they're in this division and have the best record in the NL. The thing that interests me about the Giants mostly, that more than anything, is that they're the leader in home runs in that movie, and they were one of the worst last year, or they've been one of the worst for the last couple of years, and now they lead the league in home runs. That's And I feel like until Chris Bryant... They didn't have a home run hitter. Now, like who's a, who's a guy that you could say, man, that's a home run hitter. I noticed. I think if I'm, I'm not mistaken, I you guys think Crawford was named Yeah, the Crawford. Team, I guess but you got you know guys like Ruff, guys like these guys like they just probably picked them up off the street. Said, hey, you want to play baseball? <laughs> <laughs> and it just seems like they're 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 doing well. Um, I don't know. I, I the the Giants. I I'm not going to count them out. I feel like. The way they're playing, it looks like they might win this division. And I wouldn't be surprised just because you know, Farhan hands I think I respect him as a GM, has done some good stuff. He's signed. that bullpen is really good. Uh, they also have uh, a pretty decent starting rotation. You got Gosman, you got uh Wood, and you also got uh, this what's his name? Disco Discofania. Yeah uh webb has been pretty good webb's been too. solid too so you got four capable starters i feel like none besides gosman i feel like he was like their ace but i feel like they, they even then he has some struggles i feel like yeah. they don't have a true ace but they're four guys who keep you in the game and an offense that could hit homers is a rep and a good bullpen is a rep the recipe for success in the regular season i am not sure if that will continue in the postseason but in the regular season, that's a that's a recipe for success, in my opinion. Yeah, and then uh, shout out to Gabe Kapler, man. I don't think he gets the the love because he had a stint in Philadelphia that didn't go well, um, but he's done an amazing uh, time uh, transforming this Giants team or helping change the culture with the Giants for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So shout out to him, man. It looks like he's the players are really reacting well to him, so. Yeah, we're gonna see down the road what happens with this Giants team. But hey, there's no complaints here, especially when your team is out of contention. You're just excited for and storylines throughout the year, waiting for October. Yeah, you know, to big to make the big Hollywood finale, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> in Hollywood, October, we need the Hollywood ending in LA again. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be MLB has really uh, these last couple months. It's it's picked up you know i guess for us the dodgers you know in a tight race with the giants and then you know the padres they're they're, they're behind us but they've still been uh they for the most part uh, besides a recent slide they've been they've been a pretty scrappy team also like you know uh i just feel like the injury bug has really hit them and i don't i don't see much from the padres um this season i think this is this is what you're going to see from the padres from here on out Struggling, winning a couple games here and there, but uh, they just look like a lost bunch right now. Uh, offensively, you know, pitching everything. I just, yeah, I just think it's it's at the wrong time, man. I think they play the Miami before they play the Diamondbacks, but these are two teams that I think you should sweep yeah. both, and you could have been, you could have changed the whole outcome of your either get you more padding in the second wildcard spot or maybe even inch closer to the division with the Giants. Yeah. Shout out to the Rockies, though, last night. They beat the Giants. So so they got <laughs> they, we got a game up on uh, – we got a – picked up a game on the Giants. So we're four games back. So I'm eyeing that, that Labor Day series, Dodgers-Giants-Labor Day in the Bay. Uh, it's going to be probably the – to me, it's probably going to be like the series that determines who wins the division could be, you know, if the, you know, the Dodgers are within striking distance and you go up there, sweep these guys. I mean, that's momentum momentum. Um, so that, that series is, is, is going to be huge. Uh, come Labor Day weekend. It's going to be exciting. Must watch TV there. Um, we're switching off to, you know, the football season is coming up. Uh, I mean, I'm not one to overreact with preseason or anything, but it's an exciting time. You know, it's an exciting time because we had no preseason last year. Um, That's right. We didn't have a preseason last year, huh? No. And then this year we only have three preseason games, so two, two to go, but. Um, what what do you look into preseason if you, if anything at all, or do you just watch the games? Like eh, we'll see what happens, or do you look at a specific player and see what, how they're gonna do? Specific quarterbacks. I always evaluate the quarterbacks. I always want to see what the quarterbacks are doing, receivers, running backs. I don't look into too much into it because not a lot of not a lot of starters play. For example, like I think the the. The Niners, they had uh, one series with the starters yesterday, and they just they pulled them out. Uh, I don't even know if all the starters were playing. So I, I don't really look too into it, but I do like to look at the quarterbacks. Even though uh, they're not playing with the starters, for example, Lance, he, started yesterday, uh, he, play, he came in after Jimmy yesterday. I, he was playing with a lot of second-string, third-string guys. But I like to see how they react when they play with the lower end guys, you know, mm-hmm. how, how do they respond? You know, because in an NFL season, there's always injuries. So you're going to have second string guys, third string guys in your lineup. So you want to see how this team reacts or how players react, quarterbacks, especially. Um, so I, I, think that that is all, always, uh, always the, the, the thing that I look about preseason. Other than that, it really doesn't matter, man. Like, it's just kind of get these guys with reps. Uh, they could ball out. At the end of the day, it's still just preseason. And uh, once regular season comes, that's that's when it matters, and we'll judge players off the regular season. I've never seen uh, players get judged off the preseason. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, man. Oh, um,. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same, dude. I think this year is a little different, at least for a Packers fan, because there's like a whole wide receiver competition coming around. Because obviously, with the addition of Randall Cobb, there's a uh, less room for another receiver. So you have guys like Punches, Malik Taylor, um, and Kwame, is Saquon Brown, uh, fighting for the raw ro- the last receiver roster spot. Yeah, and. I think that's what that that's what is exciting for a package with this 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 preseason. But also, obviously, you had Jordan Love play. You're excited to see what he brings. He made some good throws, but like you said, the whole roster's not out there. The starters are not out there, so you can't really judge them for that. I mean, we've had Brett Hundley be a preseason king, yeah. and you yeah. know, come regular season, it's not the same thing. But, but yeah, but I think it is exciting when you see rookies, you know, because yeah. it's just like you want to see what they're or at least what kind of things they could do and and you know you saw that yesterday with love. I mean I think he I saw some of the highlights. He made some pretty good throws uh probably within their scheme and their offense. That that looked good, you know. Yeah. Uh, you also like to see guys like, you know, Dylan, you know uh like and then like you said, your the, the wide receiver you guys drafted was the Rogers? Yeah. Amari Rogers. Uh-huh. So you So you, you want to see what you got. From these guys, yeah, you you want to see that. Um, also, there's a running back competition for the third spot um, with Hill. So, and then you have Dexter Williams. So, you want to see how that all plans out. Want to see what these guys could bring. So, yeah, it's never too much to overreact about preseason, but it's always good. You know, you're getting one step closer, one week closer. I to think that the first good. the first week of preseason is always the most exciting because it's like, oh yeah, football's finally back. Some then the second week. It's like whatever's, uh, third week. It's kind of like they literally do not play any starters, you know, especially this week. I mean this year, because there's only three. So, you know, this year will be the third week will probably be the last week where it's like no starters playing. I think next week you're going to see a little bit more of starters play a little bit more. Um, and then come week three, it's kind of like the guys are going to get cut out of the ones they're going to play. Yeah. You know, um, so we'll see what happens, but um, I'm excited for NFL. It's around the corner. Around the corner. Um, yeah, I'm excited as well. I'm excited for the regular season, preseason, just the little tease to get us, get us ready for, for the big year we're hoping for. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just um, what did you think about uh, Justin Fields? I thought Justin Fields played pretty good. I mean, he had a rusty first half. You saw him uh, maybe throw some balls into some traffic, could have been picked off, just bobbled and stuff, Uh, had a couple fumbles, bad snaps. But it looked like in the second half, he really got it going. He had two TDs. But, yeah, I mean, Justin Fields, I think, is going to be a work in progress, I think. I think he's, you know, I don't think he might be too small for the Chicago weather. Um. But yeah, well, I guess we'll see what happens. Huh? But I, I think he, I think he'll do okay. Uh, his first season, I think, and then after that, um, I just feel like teams are going to scheme up, you know. And I think that's where that's where you need a good coach. So when you have a good coach, I don't, I don't believe in Nagy at all. I, I don't think Nagy's a good coach at all. You don't think so? Uh. Uh-uh. I think that. This is if the Bears do not make the playoffs and make some noise in the playoffs. This is this is last season, in my opinion. So, I think you need a guy that could scheme you guys open. You know, especially rookies because rookies, uh, rookies need those uh, security blankets. You know, they, they they don't see all the tight windows yet, or they're not making all the tight throws. They're a little gun shy. Uh, End, but we'll see. I, I, I think Fields did great. Um, I, I do think that uh, he's going to have a good season. And then I think eventually defenses will catch up to him. Definitely. Happens all the time in the NFL. Does he play week one? I think I think he should play week one. But then again, you're playing the rest. So it's like, do you want him to go up against Aaron Donald on his first week of the season, first game? I don't know. Maybe I just throw Dalton out there week one and week two, <laughs> and then you know for two weeks, and then you know if the Bears go 0 two, okay, hey, let's go fire up Fields, let's get him out there. So I, I think that 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 is a is a good route to go because whether Fields plays or 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 Dalton plays, I feel like the Rams will probably win that game. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want to
1: discourage yeah be...
0: discourage get his confidence down yeah and especially his first week going up against Aaron Donald who's probably gonna throw him around like a ragdoll uh so well you don't want that you so, don't want that so I'm looking at the Bears schedule obviously they got the Rams week one they got the Bengals week two but that's Andy Dalton's uh homecoming game yeah so you let Andy <laughs> you let Andy Dalton get that game you know poor guy you know he's been in the league for so long <laughs> was with the Cincinnati Bengals for a while so you just let him get that game, and then I think if, you, if you lose that game, then that's it. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> then you got the Browns week three, so, and then you got the Lions week four. Maybe you can uh, move on to Justin Fields week four against the Lions at home. Yeah, I think for I think you you have to have a soft landing spot for some of these QBs. You know, you don't want to throw them up against these top, hey, Bears, you know, top ten schedule, top ten defenses. They do. Rams, Bengals, Winnable, Browns, Lions, Raiders, Packers, Buccaneers, Niners, that stretch is terrible, dude. You got the Packers, you got the Bucks, you got the Niners, and then you got the Steelers, another tough defense. And then you got the Ravens out of the Steelers. That's tough, dude. Yeah, a tough, that's a tough, tough tough schedule. Dude. Tough schedule. Like, you, you gotta, I feel like the I feel like the Cincinnati, Detroit, those two games in the beginning of the season. They have to be W's because... Hey, even the Raiders, yeah. probably. Yeah, Raiders. That has, that has to be a W, you know? But, yeah, we'll see what happens. It's the NFL. Like I said, the NFL's around the corner. Any other things that you saw from the preseason that you were a little, like, um, excited about? Maybe not with the Packers, but, like, with other teams? Mm, not really. I looked at Trevor Lawrence's uh, start. Yeah, it looks odd. It looked like a lot of checkdowns, but it, yeah. since the Stars were not playing, he really didn't have that much time. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what happens there. You think Lawrence starts, or you think no? I think Lawrence. Starts. Lawrence starts. So. Like Minshew, no, You already saw what you have in Minshew. I think Lawrence ends up starting. But I feel like Lawrence. Uh, uh, that's the one that should be a lock to me okay. because there's no, there's no backup. That's you know capable of winning. See, at least in San Francisco, Jimmy, you know, he's. His problem has been staying healthy, you know. Obviously, Trey Lance is a better talent. But, you know, Jimmy could, could win you games. He showed that in the league already. That's not his issue. Winning games is not his issue. Like, when healthy, he could keep you in the game and you win games. Kyle Shanahan has done it with him, so... That, that, to me, that situation's a little different. Uh, in Chicago, I feel like it's the same thing, you know. Andy Dalton could keep you in the game. They got a good defense. You know, they got a good run game. So I feel like Andy Dalton, if Fields is not ready, ready, like he doesn't know the playbook yet, whatever, still needs some learn. Then I say you go with Andy Dalton, first two games of the season, you know, and go on and see what happens from there. Uh, and then you know, out in out with the New York Jets. I like I don't know what's gonna happen there, bro. They I feel like they need a veteran backup for uh Wilson. He struggled in camp. They've had some really bad reports saying that he's been really bad in camp. Well, I didn't see the highlights, but apparently he had a good outing yesterday. Yeah. I I didn't see yesterday. But uh-huh. but like I can say it's preseason. Yeah. We don't know anything yet. But I, I do feel like they could use a guy like don't. Joe Flacco. <laughs> you know, just somebody who Someone. could just Be a veteran. RG3. RG3, yeah, something like that, (laughs) you know? I think the guy behind him has, like, he hasn't even started in the NFL. That's how crazy this is. There's no veteran QB to guide the guys. Tell them, hey, you know what, this is what I see when I see a cover two or, uh, you know, when a blitz is coming, this is what I see, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, the guys behind him are like rookies too, so what are they going to tell him, you know, help him guide? So I think that situation is a little interesting. And then and then I feel like the Jags like they just I, you cannot go start the season with Minshew. You no. gotta you yeah. gotta just, just throw Lawrence, throw out, Lawrence there. out there, let him grow with this team, and I think they should be they should be uh, respectable and and or at least fun to watch. The only thing about that, I just I don't know how my, how their O line is. I just don't want another Joe Burrow situation in Jacksonville where he ends up getting hurt because O line is freaking terrible. So. I think I think they do have a couple. Um, tackles that are that are good one of their tackles is like a pro Bowl caliber tackle um but yeah i do i do i do get what you're saying you don't want to see him get like murdered back there yeah but i also think that i think coaching has to help help you out right there like you have to have a run game to help out the kid you know i feel like <laughs> in cincinnati like they couldn't even get the run game going mixing was out like half the year so it's like you couldn't even get a run game going to help out Joey B. Yeah, man. But um, yeah, upcoming leading into the NFL, man, something I want to do. Maybe you'd be down to do it. But I each week I wanted to knock down a section. So for our next show coming up, I want to do either top five corners in the game. Your personal opinion, my personal opinion, top five corners in the game. I think we did the coach coach ranking last year. Yeah, that was a big ranking. We did the coach ranking. We did another ranking too. I forgot. QBs. QBs, there you go. So this year, at least, I would have won, and I got the cornerbacks and uh, maybe running backs or receivers. So leading up to the NFL, week one, uh, top five, and then we'll start with corners. Yeah. Coming to our next show. All right. Sounds like a plan. We will also get into um, some fantasy. Yeah. Fantasies around the corner. I mean, you just don't give me your advice. I'm gonna give my. I'm gonna say the total opposite. Total <laughs> opposite. Say the total opposite, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, it's it's good. It's good to be back. It's good to um, talk some sports. There's such a lot of content going on uh, out in the sports world, you know. NBA, NBA. also has had Kawhi little, going back to the Clippers. Yeah, Kawhi signs back with the Clippers. he's not my play this year, so. No, he's not playing this year. I mean. What do you do here, at the Clippers? What well, do, like, do you guys do? Consider this a lost season, or no, no, no? Because I don't think you consider it a lost season because you also you had a good run without him in the playoffs. You know, I mean, I know that it was only like a series and a half, but you know, I, I feel like you still gotta go out there and try to try to be respectable. I mean, in the West, maybe hey, you know, get the six, seven seed and. Maybe by then he'll be back to the playoffs, and you know. But at least for the first six, seven months, I mean, he's gonna be out, right? I mean, he yeah, got that surgery. He got that surgery. He's not gonna play the whole year. He won't, um, he won't. He won't. He won't. He's just the type of guy that just won't play. Like he, I feel like he. But then again, he did get a long-term contract, so he is secure. You know, with the Spurs, he wasn't secure. He didn't have a lot. He was going to be a free agent soon. So, I feel like here with the Clippers, he's already locked up. What are they going to do? Take his money away? Can't. It's guaranteed. Uh-huh. So, uh, we'll see what happens with Kawhi. Interesting. Kawhi is always so interesting, bro. Like, he's like a he's like a riddle you just can't figure out. He's. I think he's the chill version of Kyrie. The chill. Where they're version. just mystery, mysterious, where you wonder what Kyrie's sometimes yeah, but i wonder what he's thinking but Kawhi's chill like he doesn't he's not in the media but you're still wondering like damn, what is this guy thinking <laughs> like, i don't i i don't get like Kawhi is a, i think he's a baller man i just i feel like i can't get a I can't like i feel like it just ever since he had that uh that uh introduction when he was with the raptors and he did that funny laugh ha, ha ha like dude i just can't i can't take him serious like i like or i take him a little too serious like it's just kind of like like i wonder what he's thinking like that's that's somebody i would like to know what this guy's thinking like <laughs> like did he like did he like um like what does he tell his teammates when he's hurt like hey i'm not playing i maybe have torn my acl like or does he just not say nothing and just not show up? Like, I don't know. He's a, he's like a uh, he's a riddle that cannot be solved. Yeah, he definitely is a riddle, dude. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see. I want to see what Kawhi's at home. Is he on a date? <laughs> is he talking? Does he... Yeah, like, does, does he, does he uh, interact with other females? Oh, uh, I don't know. Does, does he have kids? I don't know. Dude, I don't know anything about this guy. Which is kind of good sometimes. I guess. Partner, he has a partner. Oh, he does have a, a child. Okay, a, a little girl. So, wow. but wow, uh, Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to dive in too much into Kawhi's personal life, <laughs> but he's an interesting person to say the least. Oh yeah. yeah, very interesting. Uh, before we shut off the pod real quick, want to touch on? Uh, want to touch on Trey Lance. So he had. His uh, first uh, game yesterday uh, in almost a year didn't do that well. He had about he went five for fourteen, 128 yards, one TD, 29 snaps, eight offensive drives. Uh, He did have one touchdown that was very it was impressive. It was impressive. He rolled out, he threw a bomb to uh, Sherfield and he took it for 80 yard touchdown. That was a pretty impressive throw. And then he did have another one where. Uh, Niners are backed up in the, at their own uh, one yard line or something like that, and he like um, he throws a he throws a pass to his tight end and tight end gets a first down. So you did see some flashes in Trey Lance that kind of get me a little excited, but I also see how he's still not ready, how he still he still needs some reps. I feel like it's just reps with him. The more reps he gets, the better he's gonna get. Um, so I'm interested to see what happens with, with Trey. Now I want to put you in a situation. Let's say, say Jimmy stays healthy all year. Let's say, let's say they're 500 around week eight. Do you make the change or you just? Thinking? No, I think you got to make a change right there. If you're at 500, I mean, if Jimmy G has you 8 and 0, we probably don't. But uh, if you're at the 500 mark, or Jimmy, you know, I feel like. We talked about soft landing spots for QBs. I feel like a soft landing spot for Trey Lance would be the first two weeks of the season. Like we go to Detroit. Like they apparently want to. Uh, what is it, Dan Campbell? Yeah. They, they, take out people's knees. Yeah, he wants to take out people's <laughs> knees out. You know, like, um, you know, I just feel like that that uh, that coach. I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like he's Cal uh, Shanahan will coach him like that. You know, I think Kyle Shanahan with uh, Rosen will all coach them. So I feel like you got the Lions, and yeah, Eagles. you got the Lions and Eagles first two weeks of the season. Come home versus Green Bay at the opener. You got the Hawks, Then you got the Hawks. That yeah, gets another yeah. really tougher Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals. And, yeah, that's when it gets a little tough. So I think Bears. like you can't you can't throw them in one of those games. No, maybe the Cardinals. Maybe the Cardinals you could, but like you cannot throw them up like. You have to have a couple games before you throw them into the yeah. end. So th- those two games would be the two games that you would throw them in. And then, you know, now unless you play the first two games and then you're going home opener against Green Bay, then you, at least he has some reps in there, you know? Yeah. But I get a feeling that it's going to be Jimmy starting off the season. Don't know for how long, but... I mean, and, I, dude, yesterday there was also, the, you know, I know a lot of people talk about, oh, you know, I don't know if Jimmy's a leader what not. Dude, on that play where he threw the 80-yard bomb, guess who's the first one cheering, bro? Jimmy. Jimmy. Sorry. Ah. I think, you know, a lot of the media, they just go out like, oh, he doesn't want to help out the rookie. Nobody wants to help out the rookie. Like, dude, chill. Like, Jimmy understands he's not the future with the 49ers. He understands already. What's the best thing? Be a cheerleader, you know. Be be be, a be the best mentor you could be. So somebody else who's interested in you will be like, "Hey, Jimmy's not a bad guy. We could pick him up." And let's get this straight. I think Jimmy has this uh, reputation around him that maybe they think he's like a celebrity and yeah. this and that. Jimmy is a good quarterback, but the problem with him is that he's not healthy. Yeah, not if healthy. he stays healthy, dude, it's a whole different situation. I feel like with Jimmy, it's all rhythm. He has to have rhythm. Like if he's not having having rhythm, in a in a start or or in a game, that's when it's hard for him to get going. And if he's not, you know, if he's hurt all the time. How are you going to get rhythm? Mm-hmm. How are you going to build rhythm with your receivers? receivers no. You know, so uh, uh, you know, injuries are tough. Um, if, you know, before we jump off, uh, what what do you think about Carson Wentz? All right. Like, well, they're saying that he, him and Nelson might be good to go week one. But, hey, just another injury to to Wentz. It's just – then I know this was just a rumor, but the rumors about maybe getting Foles. Oh, that oh, was – no, that, you can't that. that. would have been terrible. Yeah, man. you can't do that. You can't can do that. You you, you stick with – you might as well just call Phillip Rivers back and say, hey, you're willing to come out of retirement. If he says no, then you go with whatever you have. But you cannot bring Foles. And then you have Foles make the remarks about – you know he was close with Frank Wright, and hey, uh, I'm a third string over here in Chicago. Like basically saying, like, give me the call. Well, I, I've, I've heard. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how true this is, but I've heard that they didn't get along. Like they, they didn't really. Nick Foles like, and uh, Frank Wright. No, Nick Foles and Wentz. Wentz. Oh, I, I could see why not. Yeah, I mean they have a statue of the backup outside the stadium. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Nick Foles, will go, will, Like when you think about Nick Foles. You will always think about a backup. yeah. And he literally has a statue in front of Philadelphia. That's crazy. A backup has a statue in front of Philadelphia. That's absurd, dude. We, we started the show talking about Hollywood, right? That's a Hollywood storyline, dude. That could only is, happen in you know, a movie. Yeah, that cannot happen. MVP season from Carson <laughs> Wentz, basically. Yeah, didn't much win it, but should have won it. Um, Yeah, Terrence ACL... I mean, in Philly, you're probably thinking, "Fuck, our season's over." Nick, Foles, I, I sure thought. I was like, "Dude, I I had a couple of Philly fans. Funny, I was like, "Dude, wow, I feel so bad for you guys. You guys had such a good season. It's over. I'm sorry." And Nick Foles comes <laughs> in, back up, and wins your championship. That could only be done in <laughs> yeah hundred. It, yeah, only. It yeah, Just it's just uh, against Tom Brady in the yeah, majors. and then Tom Brady threw for like what five hundred yards, yards in the Super Bowl, and you still beat him.
1: Like, yeah, no.
0: that was. That's just perfect Hollywood. Ending. But if we yeah, if, but if we're talking about one specifically, man, I think this it sucks that he's hurt. But another Jimmy is trade. If he gets hurt again, dude, I mean, Colts have a really good team. They got to take really advantage. Of this. Yeah, they have to. I think if if he gets hurt, he if he has another injury this season, yeah, like come off season, dude, you have to go get a quarterback in the draft. And I feel like that's just the best way to go, rather than just keep. You know, trying to get veteran guys. I know they, they made the move for Wentz, and, and he's obviously a good talent, good enough to take the risk. I, I would, you know. Like, if the Niners would have went after Wentz, I, I wouldn't be so upset. I'd be like, all right, cool. They're trying to take a chance on a guy who has talent. Like, we, we've seen talent from Wentz. He's just been he- being healthy. He cannot stay healthy. And, it, you know, it was, it was funny that I saw, like, uh, some Philly fans, I guess on uh, social media or Twitter, they're like, you know what's funny, is that uh, Carson Wentz still finds a way to uh, uh, bite us in the ass, because apparently, uh, if he doesn't play a certain amount of uh, reps, uh, that second round pick, no, the first round pick that they were they're supposed to get from the Colts, turns into a second round pick. So <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy, bro. It's it's. He has a he has to play at least seventy five percent of the stabs or lead them to the playoffs or something like that. But I mean, if you're a Philly fan, dude, I mean, you gotta give Wentz his, his due because that Super Bowl run. If you play the whole season with Nick Foles, he doesn't get you to the. I'm sorry, but he doesn't. If Nick Foles plays a full season, he's not gonna get. you no, he's not gonna get you to the playoffs. He struggled at the end of the season. Yeah, you know, like they got in the playoffs because they started they, off so hot, and they got the number one seed because of yeah. Carson Wentz. because of Carson Wentz, yeah, yeah. So then, and then he just had a hot playoff run, you know. What I should, what I would have done if I was a Philly owner, or whatever, who's in charge of the statue, I would have put, you know, like the movie Step Brothers, where they're like this. Together. <laughs> I would have put Carson Wentz and Nick Foles because they both contributed to that amazing season. <laughs> I just wouldn't have put anything. Just how about that? I want to just put a, uh, uh, a, a eagle that's holding the Super Bowl trophy. I would have done that. Probably, yeah. You know, it would have been better instead of causing all this chaos. But anyways, that's just Philadelphia (laughs) for you. Uh, Another, yeah, they're they're another situation. You know, I want to touch real quick. I know we don't have a lot of time, but um, Jalen Hurts, uh, another guy, I just don't think that, I don't don't see him being the the guy, but I also don't like how Philadelphia is just kind of like, Yeah, he's here for now, but we're gonna wait and see what happens with Deshaun Watson. Or it's just like, dude, dude. Like, like just let the guy be. Uh, Don't be so out there in the media, you know. Trying to, you know, we're trying to get this guy. We're trying to do this. Just keep it on the hush hush. If you get him, you get him, and then you deal with whatever happens with hurts after. But. I feel like he's not given a fair shot. I know, and and he's a he's still technically a rookie because he's only what he only started like what five games last year. Yeah, so he's still technically a, a rookie. But I don't know, man. I just feel like that that's just not a a a good thing to do. No, it's not. I mean, it's not. I would hope for the best for Jaden Hurts. I mean, he had a pretty good, solid season when he did play. So. We're excited to see what happens there, but I mean, he's not in a position to. He's not in a position to maybe succeed in Philadelphia. because he's not surrounded by talent. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's not surrounded by talent. See, Dude, he has no receivers. His best, his receiver, the guy he had that they drafted, he's out. Yeah, he's out. Uh, was it Devonte Smith? He's out oh, yeah. for a couple, couple, couple uh, weeks or so. So that's their best wide receiver. They got two. Uh, uh, Double headed monster and tight ends down there with Ertz and uh, Goddard. It, but it's just like, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens in run the, game. And then you have the bad taste in your mouth from last year where you pull them out week 17 <laughs> when you're with the lead. I mean, that leaves you, you're not setting up the guy for success. And then their coach, like the coaches, the uh, Eagles coach and Lions coach. I kind of like the Lions one a little better. <laughs> Just because of, of his energy. We're gonna take their knees out. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna bite them. Apparently, he drinks two venti uh, coffees, coffees with double shots and stuff for <sighs> just the morning, dude. So that guy's full of energy. We'll that guy's see. full of we'll energy. see if that pays off. With we're the, gonna like, go for the knees, and as soon as they get up from there, we're gonna bite them. I thought we were done, but this is gonna lead us to our next <laughs> thing. But I would have loved to see the lions on hard knocks. <laughs> You know, maybe next year maybe I would we'll love to see year. that guy in Hard Knocks that would be so so <laughs> interesting but yeah just to close the show Hard Knocks has been solid I haven't finished watching the first episode but from what I've seen uh, Dak's injury you kind of really get to see who Dak really is on the field I mean you see the cleanup up Dak with the press and everything but on the field there's a different person in Dak where he's kind of like that go getter that fuck it this is my team put me out there yeah. And you kinda of see his personality come out. So I really love to see, I really love to see that of uh Dag and I like kinda of relationship he has with Z, kinda of like the best friend relationship that they share in the show. So I uh, haven't haven't got a chance to uh, watch that comedy yet. But uh but I'll but I'll get to it. <laughs> oh no, dude I'll get to, it. I'll get gotta, to watch you it. You gotta watch it and there's this is funny there's this funny scene where uh, McCarthy's basically explaining to Dag why he's sitting out on reps and then Dag's like, I don't wanna hit this shit. And then uh, McCarthy's like, oh, I'm just busting your balls, kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I was fucking dying, dude. Because McCarthy's just. Did he offer him a McGriddle? <laughs> I'm not, Just I can't take McCarthy serious like that. Like, I can't uh, see him cussing like that or using that kind of language. It just doesn't fit him. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. What do you think about Dax, uh, uh shoulder injury or elbow? What is it? It's a, well, they went to a, a baseball specialist, to I think it has something to do with his elbow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think you have to—I think they said a shoulder, elbow, shoulder something elbow. like that. Like, uh, not—or forearm. Okay. Uh, I don't know. But it, they said that it's—I uh, guess a lot of baseball um, athletes, pitchers, they get this injury. So, they went to a baseball specialist— Uh, The trainers from the Texas Rangers, which I don't know if you want to ask them for advice. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they also went to the New York Yankees trainers and Uh asked. No, probably. (laughs) But I hope that Dak is healthy. Yeah. You know, I I, I root for Dak because seeing his injury last year and the way it happened was just, it sucked so bad. It sucked bad. And I, I I know I dislike the Cowboys, you know, a lot, but I'm cheering for Dak. I think that Dak, you know, deserved that contract a couple years ago. He finally got it. And I just wanna see him be healthy, you know. I, I think that he is a he seems like a good QB, a good leader, a good person. And I feel like he he des- he deserves it. And and hopefully it's not no you know, Tommy John or anything like that. Hopefully it's just some soreness and he'll be back out there. I am rooting for Dak. I, 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 I like Dak as a person and he's a good ball player too. So, you know, you talk about the year Dak has had, you know, losing his brother to suicide. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously with the COVID thing, he was, uh, I think it got to him a little bit too as well. Depressing because you can't do nothing, just stay home during the football season. Yeah. Uh, I think he talked about that a little bit. And then his injury did not help. Hell, yeah, no, that injury so, was bad. Uh, talk about a crazy year for a great player. And um, we'll want to see him healthy. And he deserved that contract. He honestly did. Yeah, he did. So we'll see what happens um, with the rest of the preseason. But, yeah, overall, today was a good show. Yeah, good show. Excited for Hard Knocks on Tuesday. And excited for more uh, content coming up. Yeah, we should have another show coming up soon. Yes, uh, we're not gonna wait too long. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, I'll get my, um, I'm starting with my corner list already then. Yeah, so we're gonna start our, <laughs> our corner list. We'll reveal that next show, um, and hopefully we'll have some uh, some more uh, exciting baseball news out there for you guys. You know, six weeks away. Yeah, so should be good. NFL uh, regular season is about a month away mm-hmm. from kickoff week one. Also trying to get a, trying to get guys a guy's a special show before week one, talk about all the matchups who we're excited to see what matchup is the most intriguing for week one. It's going to be a, like, a, I guess you could say a kind of like our Super Bowl show week one yeah. special, a week one special. So it should be good. Uh, Anyways, everybody, stay safe out there, uh, and we'll speak to you guys soon. Peace.